looking for Nolan, who went down under the challenge of Barry. And John Moss, the referee, is unmoved. It's Baines. It's Lukaku! A dream return for Romelu Lukaku! Kevin's telling me that, that he said the referee didn't see it, but isn't it funny how I saw it from where I was? Today was a, a really difficult game. I think you need to give incredible credit to this West Ham side. You can see why they are the informed team in the league in terms of results. But I felt that uh, we were really disciplined, really professional, and it was a well-deserved victory. We should have played better in possession, I think, particularly second half with, it, with the good balls we had in and around the final third, but that didn't cause Everton enough problems. Welcome to episode 23 of the News of Mother Brown West Ham podcast. It's a losing weekend we've just had. I mean, that's a strange feeling. I'm not too miserable because we had such a great February. We knew this day would come. (laughs) Um, I never thought it would. (laughs) (laughs) Joining us in the studio to talk through the 1-0 defeat to Everton. Firstly, a man probably most well-known for the Rob Brydon chat show, which uh, (laughs) is probably the highlight of Rob Brydon's career. Yeah, it's not really. Executive producer of that, I mean, where does Meeting that sit? me was the highlight of his career. <laughs> where does that sit on your portfolio? Uh, oh, the highlight of my career? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite good. It was good. I don't think anyone watched it, but it was good. <laughs> and I met Ronnie Corbett. Did you? Well, <laughs> yeah. that's a career highlight. Yeah. Any good Ronnie Corbett stories? He was a bit grumpy. <laughs> old, a lot of them were old, aren't they? They're quite old. He was lovely, but he was just a bit old. It was a long day. Uh, yeah, Ronnie Corbett exclusive there on the podcast. And joining us as well in the studio for his debut appearance, he's a YouTuber, a stand-up comedian, but more importantly, a massive West Ham fan. Welcome to your debut, Spencer Owen. Hello, mate. Thank you for having me. Uh, big West Ham fan? I am, have been since birth. Really? Um, usually the way it works, isn't it? Yeah. Um, thanks to my dad and all my brothers, we're all West Ham fans, apart from the mum who's a Tottenham fan, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't speak to <laughs> her about that. We don't, we don't talk to her about football. But yeah, no, uh, like you say, good little February we had, wasn't it? Yeah, not bad. Well, we're going to discuss, we're going to discuss how uh, the sting in the tail that has begun with mm-hmm. March. Um, we're also going to talk about relegation, like we do every week. Uh, Alan Pardew, let's, let's chew the fat on Alan Pardew. <laughs> that psycho. Amazing. Amazing. Um, we're also going to talk about other West Ham news at Carling Cup, the England squad that was announced. And we may have John Hartson. We show. may have. You don't like, I don't know right now whether or not we're going to have John Hartson on because, to be honest, I've cocked up there. We missed our window with him, so we're going to have to do it later on. As a list, uh, by the time this episode comes out, you'll know whether or not we've actually managed to do that. So he may be on. <laughs> suspense. So suspense. he'll be yeah. brilliant. I'll literally say, I'll go, and here's the John Hartson interview, but I don't know if it'll actually be in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is, this is the kind of level of professionalism that you've come to lo- love and expect on this show. So we might have John Hartson. So we're going to have a brilliant John Hartson interview, maybe. Yeah. We might have Hugh Southland as well. We've just texted him. <laughs> Hopefully he'll be on. I did speak to him last week and say, come on, and he was like, yeah. There's a lot then, of people who may be on this. So, you know, this, this episode, who knows what way. It could be a great show. It could be great. Yeah. We literally don't know what's going to happen. It could be instantly forgettable. <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah. But, I mean, we've got a tough act to follow after Ian Bishop last week. And Ian Bishop oh, was... Ian, did you listen to I it? missed Ian Bishop. Oh, he yeah. He used to be one of my favourites. You see, he was so funny. He was so funny. He's, uh, we've had a lot of 
lovely comments about fish. Fish yeah. bosh. Yeah, we did. In fact, why don't we start the feedback section yep. and uh, deal with some of the wonderful things people have said about it. Happy Hammer 52. Best interview, in my opinion. Could tell he really loved the club. I bet when you finally got off the phone to him, he just looked at the photos of the bowling. Also, Happy Hammer 52 told me so, uh, told me on Twitter that he keeps tweeting Irvine Welsh and has now been blocked. <laughs> 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 to try and get him on do we pull the trigger on getting everyone to tweet no Welsh but yet? only Happy Hammer 52 has done it well I mean if he's <laughs> if Happy Hammer 52 has emailed and like, tweeted even Welsh and he's got a block then why is it if everyone starts doing it he, he can't, can't block, block everyone he can't, right? can he no. he's just the first Happy Hammer 52 is a pioneer everyone else needs to follow him I can't believe he's been blocked <laughs> I know oh, Happy Welsh he seems a bit angry Evan Welsh sometimes I think maybe he could be well, a bit like that we have seen train spots. Exactly. So, so do we pull the trigger yet do we say to everyone start tweeting everyone to ask them to come on or not <laughs> I don't know Let, okay, let's hold it. off another week let's hold, let's hold off, off another week if you don't follow him already yeah. so you don't mind if you get blocked by yeah, him yeah it doesn't matter right give him a cheeky but then tweet. if we're going to do this I think everyone we all need to do it as one it's only because we love him yeah we, want, we really it's want tough him love. on it's tough love that's and why I, he's on Twitter in the first place yeah. come on let's be yeah. honest he yeah. to, well maybe not okay I mean, I mean I feel like we should pull the trigger do it right you two vote now yes James pull the trigger I think you pull the trigger right Everyone who listens to this podcast, this is the second time we've asked you for something. We asked you for something to tweet Julian Dix, and he came on the podcast. We're officially pulling the trigger. Can everyone tweet Irvin Welsh and ask him to come on the KMB podcast for a chat about West Ham? He wrote Train Spotting. We're big fans of his work. Filth. I saw Filth the other day. Yeah, decent. Yeah, liked decent. it. I liked so it. We're, we're it fans of his we're work. Fans. Exactly. On this show, so let's let's get him on. So we're asking you now officially. Can you tweet Irvin Welsh? Hopefully we won't get the response that Happy Hammer 52 had. Or go to his house, break in, <laughs> and do a, a dirty come-on-a-come podcast protest <laughs> on his living room floor. Just be, no- you're there, just be nice, just be nice. It's the second thing we've ever asked of you. Just tweet Irvin Welsh and say, please, can you come on the Knees of Other Brown podcast? We want to talk to you about West Ham. There we go, we've done it. Done it. Okay, now we just need to sit back and just watch. It worked for Dixie. Yeah. You've got 100% win ratio right now. Yeah, right. We're, we're, yeah, we're it's at risk now. Yeah. <laughs> we're playing the Twitter card again. Irvine Welsh is literally going to get three or four tweets. <laughs> <laughs> just do it now. Just do it now. Stop what you're doing. Do it now. Um, more feedback about Ian Bishop. Uh, Simon Mosley. Great show with Bish. He could have talked for hours about his time at West Ham. Nine years of Hammer. We're surprised it was that long. Although you do need to get a maggot on, get the maggot on soon and give him a chance to defend himself. The maggot is John Monker that was his nickname I didn't know that when he was naked the, yeah, oh, the right. insinuation the being the maggot was his penis right yeah, like, uh, yeah but I, I get that that's in uh, negotiations <laughs> is it? Monker is it? I can officially announce really I didn't yeah. know that I put a call in really yeah. <laughs> wow exclusive wow Monker. maybe he'll call in this show with hearts <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible. Yeah, and, um, and Irvine. Uh, Super Fairy Animal on Twitter. Great listen. Uh, Bishop sounds like a decent guy, and the change room must have been a great place to be. Keep up the good work. Um, Spencer, if you could have been in any change room, any time in West Ham, <laughs> who do you think your mates would have been in the West Ham team? Oh, okay. Well, who do I feel I'd get on with well? I think, I don't know if we've been mates, but I would have liked just to have been around Thomas Repka. <laughs> Yeah. Because yeah. I just think he's an enigma, isn't he? Like, yeah. he, what did he get? Two red cards in his first three games or something? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if anyone's yeah, ever yeah. done that anywhere before. Bugas <laughs> came close. Yeah, he came. I mean, there's players I've played with that are like Repka. Obviously, not on anywhere near that level, but mm. you can you think like, what is he actually like in real life? Does yeah. he calm down at any point, or is he just intense all yeah, the time? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if we've been best mates, but I'd quite like to uh, have a bit of time with Repka. And uh, I mean, I, the old the, the Bishop era. I really sort of when I was young, really growing up. 
been a fan of mm. um, Premier League uh, sticker album time yeah. Steve Potts yeah I'm a big Steve Potts fan Pottsy Yes, Ludwig McCloskey with Skoda. I loved yeah. a little drive in there. <laughs> um, I think I'd, we'd be mates in that that era, particularly because it's it's the sort of nostalgic part of the West yeah, Ham yeah, yeah. life for me. And then these days, I don't know, maybe maybe Joe Cole as well. I think I'd like Joe Cole. Now he's back. I think we'd get yeah. on. Yeah, like, yeah, that'd be a nice friendship to have, Joe Cole. Proper West Ham. Um, we had some more Ale- Alexander Zaremba. Excellent latest news at Mother Brown. Uh, get Bishop in the studio when he's back in the UK. We've asked him. We've asked him. Negotiations looking like they're going to conclude happily. Yeah, I hope mm. so. He yeah. was up for it, so if we can yeah. work out timing, it'd be amazing. Yeah, hilarious. Adrian Smith, best podcast since the Billy Bond special, lads. Bishop is such a funny guy. Used to love watching him. He was a very funny guy. Uh, Balam boy. Fun, interesting, informative. I learned that Bish was quite the party animal. Monks was an even bigger nutcase than I thought. And the black line is now a wine bar. <laughs> Who'd have thought the gentrification would have reached as far as Plasto? And uh, uh, that's a reference to one of uh, James's mates of mates. We'll turn off the black line in Plasto. The Southampton fan. Ordered, ordered the Shiraz. Ordered the Shiraz. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were constantly amused by that. Okay, Outrageous. Uh, Worcester WHU. Having had my season ticket at the tail end of the 90s, Hartson remains my number one hero. Who knows? Worcester WHU. When, he might be joining us yeah. later. So we'll, we'll tell him that. We'll tell him that. When he's on. Um, so people around the world Daniel Johansson listening to the podcast on a 5.38am bus on my way to work in the Stockholm suburbs despite the grim time of working in a word and hog kind of place it always puts a smile on my face uh, Andrew Quinn hey 5.38 guys. bus yeah that's so early, when you're when you're uh, listening to this I'm still asleep <laughs> I'll be up in an hour and 22 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. <laughs> Scary. Uh, Andrew Quinn. Hey, guys. I've been down in New Zealand since 2003. Loving every day here. Obviously missing West Ham. So imagine my joy when I heard from our local professional team, Wellington Phoenix, that their staff were lay- lining up some games with an established Premier League team rumoured to be West Ham. There are a number of West Ham boys over here. Last celebration at the Black Swan was when we got promoted. It was a huge night. Uh, 30-odd West Ham fans. So it'll be fantastic if you can make it down here. There'll be a warm welcome in Wellington and Auckland for you bring it on oh imagine a trip so to, that's the well, a Chaz place, tours yeah. trips to New Zealand New Zealand pre-season that's an in- I don't know many clubs that have done the New Zealand no. tour before well cynically it's because of Winston isn't it exactly. <laughs> of course it is sure yeah. it's to cash in on his popularity yeah but they think West Ham are thinking like Man City are going like Asia. <laughs> yeah. West Ham are thinking where? Wellington Phoenix. Where have people gone? <laughs> New Zealand. I've seen this place in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> New Zealand. That's uh, the problem though. If they go in the summer for pre-season, it will be like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it will be freezing cold. It'll be freezing. That's not good altitude. Well, not yeah. altitude, but environment training, is it? For the yeah, proper you don't want winter weather. Yeah, winter pre-season. That's not good. Uh, lastly, Paul Smith. Hi lads. I live in Ireland these days. It's great to listen to your podcast, particularly like the interviews with past players. Bishop Maddo class can we have some more West Ham Matt please it seems to me he tells it like it is happy with the points we've picked up recently but we are fucking awful to watch or what please say come on you irons to all the Dublin <laughs> Hammers a top bunch of lads keep up the good work yeah. Dublin Hammers that's the second time you look like the uh, in Wayne's world the leprechaun remember when Michael <laughs> Miles did his impression of leprechaun yeah. <laughs> top of the morning come on you irons <laughs> and all that <laughs> That's nice. Thanks uh, very much. Somebody uh, on the forum this week made me laugh because uh, West Ham Matt put up a picture of Pardew's head on the Newcastle fan punching the horse. <laughs> And someone replied, I don't know who it was, said, oh, out of your 15 million posts, that's a good one. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, well, we'll talk about Pardew later. Firstly, let's deal with this Everton result, Spencer. Mm. One nil away from home. Thoughts? Well, like you said in the build-up, yeah, it had to happen at some point. Mm. It, we, we, it was a glass ceiling, you know, four wins on the bounce. Or whatever. It was crazy. Like, mm. Everton obviously would like to keep it going. It's a late goal, which was a little bit heartbreaking, thinking because the draw would have been a great result as well. So go another game without a loss would have been good. But I think, you know, Everton have had a few games this season where they haven't got the points in games they probably should have and they would have been kicking themselves if they had mm. it in this one um, so it's what it's a weird scenario to be in when, when you lose as a West Ham and you don't feel that bad because you've had such a good run before yeah. usually it's another loss and you're like oh god so we can get over it I was looking at the, the remaining fixtures today and working out what I think maybe we need to get just to guarantee it because obviously we're in a good position but it's not guaranteed yet uh, I don't think you'll I reckon 36 37 points will probably be enough so I think we've still got enough if we get we've got a really tough sort of four or five big teams to play in our last uh, 10 games mm. but if we can get I think eight seven eight points from our reigning games we'll be fine so Everton's okay but one more game you know, is it Stoke we've got next? Stoke, yeah. Stoke, yeah, Stoke away. We could use a point there, I think at least. If we if we get nothing there away at the Britannia, I think mm. we... It's, it's not panic stations because everyone else is losing points below us. We've got that bit where we've got a little bit of leeway, but now we didn't get anything at Everton. I'd quite mm. like to get something next game if possible. Yeah, absolutely. James, um, how, do you, how, how do you feel about the Everton loss? How has it changed your thinking? Oh, it's gutted. Because, it, you know, when you just start to think, you start to calculate in your head, oh, a point's a really nice result. Mm. And you start to think, that's 32 points. Yeah. Things are looking even better. Uh, <laughs> and it's predictably they scored, as they always do. They, there was some stat about them winning a lot of games in the last 10 minutes this season. And obviously they do it because they keep going. I don't think we played awfully from what I saw of it. No. Um, and... Uh, I, we spoke, didn't we, last week about whether you'd change your team and put in our strongest team, which is Carroll yeah. and Winston Reid. Yeah. Mm. And we thought oh, maybe he'll be... Uh, I thought he might change, actually, but um, he didn't. And maybe that was a mistake, because obviously taking Cole off after, what, 32 minutes yeah. or whatever? Can't have been an enjoyable experience for the big man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird one, because it's like, don't don't drop Cole because he's been part of this this run of good form. But then when he has a bad game, take him off straight away and ruin his confidence. It's probably worse. Worse than dropping him. But let's it? talk about that. Thirty minutes in, Spencer, and he takes Carlton Cole off. Um, that's going to crush a striker's spirit, isn't it? Well, that's the thing about Carlton Cole as well. He's a confidence player, isn't he? Like, because mm. he can be black. Like, he can be so good one day and so yeah. bad another. And it's not like he's been banging in the goals, but he's been doing a good job. Like in, in Andy Carroll's absence. But when you've got Andy sitting on the bench, it's like that's Big Sam. It's got to be eating away at him. Like, when can I get Andy mm. on? I've had, he's had the ban. I've had so long where I haven't been able to play him. Yeah. Plus, Everton were playing that. Uh, is it Stones, the centre yep. back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, was he eighteen? Playing against someone like Andy Carroll, yeah, not that not like Colton Cole's like a shrinking violet, but Andy Carroll, I think, is that little bit tougher an opponent to deal with. So I think mm. the whole time Sam was probably thinking, get him on, get him on. Yeah, and he saw something in Cole. He wasn't up for it on the day. I don't know what. Apparently, he kept giving the, the ball, ball away. He was giving the ball away, and, and uh, the the Canadian feed. I watched it on the commentary. <laughs> said they the the big Sam was going loopy at him for like kept losing the ball within the first kind of half an hour, and then he just had enough. But that's what he does, isn't he? Colton, <laughs> 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 I, I, I know we love him, but that's what he does. He doesn't. He's not. If we're going to play against Everton, we you need a, a striker to take the, uh, you know, to calm it down a little bit every time he goes up. And he's not a man to control it and take the heat off a of defence. He's a man probably to shin it back to Everton, mm. <laughs> nicest possible way. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes he gets it right, and sometimes he doesn't. And Carroll's got that touch, and he'll do it. So. 
whether we should have started with Carol, we probably should have because it would have caused more problems. But mm. then at the same time, we should say, well done, Sam, for being strong and going. Sorry, you're not playing well enough. Off you come. Mm. Really? You know, there is that balance. I think yeah. he's a tough manager. <coughs> he does. He doesn't. Mm. He doesn't tolerate fools, does he? He doesn't no. do that a lot, though, does he? I, I don't no, can't no, remember no, a lot of times where yeah. he's done that. I can't think of a single substitution he's yeah. done for like forced, like um, unenforced one like that. Um, so big changes to the next game with Stoke away. Do we think Winston starts? Carroll starts. He's earned that right now, hasn't he? Too. Yeah. They've had the go. The, yeah. the, you know, uh, Cole and um, who was it? Collins and Collins, Tompkins. Yeah. yeah. So Winston Reid again, like Carroll, we've missed him for way too long in the season. Hammer of the year last year. Mm. Like let's get him back in the team. Yeah. Andy as well. We need him there against Stoke you know it's not like we've got a lot of different ways to play whether it's Cole or, or Carroll but Carroll I do think he can add that extra level so let's get them yeah. back in the team and see what we can do with them like I think a point against Stoke will be a good result out of Britannia because we don't want to go on a two loss run after the la- yeah. after last month's stuff so let's just get a point back and then hopefully get something from the next tough fixtures if we get a point against one of the big teams as well yeah, and we're looking because no one's really thinking we're going to get anything from those games. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, let's just touch on. I think our next home game is Man United at home. How excited are we about that? Well, what is it? Isn't it's Stoke and Hull, isn't it? Then Man U. So the rest of our games in March are we've got Stoke away, then Man United at home, Hull at home on the Wednesday after that, and then Sunderland away. Um, what would be Spencer a good points total for March? Looking at looking at those games there. Well, this is what I was thinking earlier. So if you just it's Man U is a weird one these days you don't know what to think about them I, I speak to a, another West Ham fan I work with he was like we're going to do them we're going to win it like 3-0 that's three points like, it's done yeah, like, some, in, someone some on these like Mother that. Brown was saying that he yeah. said guaranteed points in March are <laughs> Man U like deadly serious Man U at home and I reckon we get points from Sunderland and probably Hull so seven points and he was like yeah. Man U aren't I know they're having a bad run but they're not dog shit <laughs> they've still got amazing players haven't they yeah I mean I think seven would be great that would be like continuing almost the form of last month, mm. but realistically, four at worst wouldn't actually be the end of the world because yeah. we're probably going to be safe. Would be lovely. So if it's just a win, <laughs> it's maybe a win I'll against win a against win Hull in, in March. Yeah, at a point somewhere. Yeah. Well, we could do better. Realistically, we could, yeah, we could yeah, easily could get with, six, seven. Yeah. Um, on on the Everton game, just to go back slightly, yeah. who saw Andy Carroll's dislocated finger? Yes, oh, I didn't see it. But um, here we go. <laughs> What on earth is that? So, that's the reaction. You'll need to get into Google and type Andy Carroll dislocated finger, but it is... I mean, how would you describe that, Spencer? Well, that's like a... It's at a right right angle away from his thumb, his, his, his right... His right hand. He's coming in his, at all sorts of angles. Fingers. It's like his right fingers, his hands had an erection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that's not good. Well, fair play to him. He, he carried, Apparently, he just went, at, he went off the side and they just jarred just it back in. Oh, he doesn't do things by halves, does he, Carol? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to hurt himself. He's going to hurt himself. That's horrific, isn't it? How did he do that? Was he falling over or what? I think it was how he landed, yeah. yeah. I think it was how he landed. Pretty horrific. Um, uh, what about Nolan from goal? Let's discuss that. That's a blatant foul. Yeah. I mean, That's a blatant foul. He's through on goal. Barraf's, Barry's all over him. I just... Or I Barraf. No, I've just thought it's like... Barraf. Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Barraf. It's weird with refereeing decisions this season. I just assume we don't get them. We don't seem but, to get... But isn't it... 
I mean, we did, didn't we? Last match, we got that offside goal. Oh yeah, just true. offside. But it seems like every match there's a shit decision from a ref in mm. every match, and it's so constant where you come, where they're, and they're always quite big decisions. Yeah, you know, for Southampton, that's a big one because suddenly it's one-one. You know, because yeah. he's—I know he's only marginally offside, but he's offside. And then Nolan through—that's Nolan through and last man. So they're down to ten men. Yeah. <clears throat> And they're big, they're big, big decisions that keep getting effed up by refs this season. Yeah. What was it? I didn't say match of the day, but what were the pundits saying? Were they saying it was a definite penalty? Uh, no, it wasn't. They were saying it was off. He wasn't in the box. He's just outside the box. Oh, right. But, mm. the it was last man. Yeah. Leighton Baines could have got there, yeah. but it was last man, so he would have been, he, yeah. he been off. It's the same mm. as uh, what, Dickhead last, uh, yesterday, Chico Flores. Um, dickhead. <laughs> last man. <laughs> he, they got last man. Hackett of the year in waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem I think is that it's not the people, refs making bad decisions necessarily because I, I think they're under so much scrutiny but I think the problem is is the inconsistency because you got mm. the Champions League both games last week yeah. both you know last men and you, you would they got the book thrown at them even though it ruined the game yeah. you have to do it and everyone's talking about the goalkeeper thing and whether yeah. that should be the point is even though there's debate over what the rule should be changed to the current rule isn't consistent because one yeah. ref interprets it one way One that's the thing that causes problems I think not yeah. necessarily that one ref has a bad game but that this ref can do that and then next yeah. week the same thing happens he's like what the ref the ref said he didn't see it apparently to Sam and maybe he didn't see it but what the what's the lino doing mm. it's direct on with a lino what do what do they do in matches <laughs> like the ones the line is right in front of us at West Ham and either they they get a ter- they do a terrible decision or they yeah. do nothing when it's right in front of them yeah. what is the point of them it is the worst job in the world as well. Like, have you ever just watched a lino? Like, they don't, it's not like the ref. Okay, not, it's not like the ref can sit back and enjoy the football, but at least he gets yeah. to see what happens. Yeah. The lino doesn't even watch the game. He just watches a yeah, lion. Last man. And he's yeah. just constantly running sideways. And it's like, oh my God. He's just God. constantly pissing me off. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, we sit near the lines at Arbton Park. And I think you reserve most of your wrath for the, for the assistant referee. I don't understand why. Him or that Him stewards. Him or the stewards. <laughs> that passes the ball back. <laughs> Never the opposition. The just weird. <laughs> your hatred. For people, is very odd, very niche. A, a ball girl costs us qualifications for Euros <laughs> under McLaren's reign. <laughs> that Croatia match, I blamed the ball girl. Did you really? You yeah. went to Bruno, really? She was so shit at getting the ball back. <laughs> Do you know, when you're watching really bad football, sometimes you just pick up you on something that yeah. just it distracts yeah. you and you get yeah. angry at that. I was getting angry at this ball girl because she's so slow at getting the ball. <laughs> <laughs> we're like losers like to get a ball <laughs> but it's really easy it's your fault it's a simple job <laughs> they, need to, they need to professionalise it in my opinion yeah. professionalise the ball girls yeah, yeah, sort of, man. yeah. Um, let's move on and talk about relegation oh, very quickly can w- Lukaku predictable well I think we said it on the last podcast that it's it predictable that he won the both games this season where he plays against him he's influenced both games he's yeah. a great player I wish we'd got him yeah and also does it the week I take him out of my fantasy team as well <laughs> really typical isn't it? he's been injured why have you left him in for so long well, no, I have got two accounts uh, one of them I hadn't touched God, in ages this is went more reflection of your bad manager it's, it's exactly, <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> terrible admin that is what terrible it is terrible admin <laughs> but uh, so very predictable yeah uh, any player who comes back from a little oh, and it, you know what as well it seems to be like a certain set of players just haunting us at the moment Lukaku scored the winner didn't he earlier this year yep. comes Baines, back really Baines as well he set it up yeah oh. Baines destroyed yeah, double free kick last time yeah. it's just so annoying and that goal that we conceded as well was so avoidable yeah so lucky isn't it 
Oh. Um, um, relegation. So, Spencer, how are you feeling about relegation? How much you think is? I'm feeling confident that we won't go down. Only because the not the points, but the amount of teams. It's, it yeah. seems illogical that that many teams can go above us. Like, can all yeah. a lot of them have got to play each other? Because yeah. that's the good thing about not only in how many people are competing for the top four and the title, how many people are competing for relegation means that there's a six-pointer, there's a couple of six-pointers yeah. every weekend. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So it's quite exciting no matter who you support, unless you support, like, I don't know, Southampton, which is boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stuck yeah. In Oh, but it's such wonderful football. Yeah, yeah, yeah Shiraz. <laughs> well, I don't mind because I just enjoy Shiraz watching, <laughs> watching the flow in football. 70% possession in a 3-1 defeat. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, th- I think, I think points-wise... <laughs> It'll be a low total, probably. I don't think it'll yeah. be. A, it'll be. A, no one will go down anyone of thirty-eight, maybe. Really? So what? What points would you say will keep us up? Thirty-eight. I think thirty-eight would keep yeah. us up. Yeah. It, it, I don't. Cause some years someone goes down. Like I remember a couple of years Sunderland and one year Derby did it. Go down like a really low yeah, total. Like Thirteen points. Yeah, like yeah. dismal. Everyone's Cardiff. I think already got twenty-one, twenty-two. Yeah. So that that won't happen. Maybe even more than that. I'm not sure. But I think um, the people, the teams that will go down, will get around the thirty mark. But even at 38, I reckon we'll have quite a few points in between yeah. us. So I think 38 will be enough. Obviously, 40 yeah. is the thing to aim for. But Yeah. Um, James, you, you're yeah, usually quite positive. We're fine. You said that you, you kept saying we're fine. We're we fine? We'll be fine. Yeah, even though we've def- we lost to Everton. No, what was lovely was that we lost and yet we still stay 10th. It's like last yeah, season. Yeah. Do you know, we just stay 10th forever. <laughs> yeah. Last season. We lost and I was like... Oh. Ah, nothing's oh, changed. Nothing's changed, and no <laughs> other teams below. I mean, yeah. Villa got on thirty-one points, but yeah. mm-hmm. our goal difference is good as well for that. Yeah. Really for good. the bottom, what they call yeah. the bottom league, don't they? And we're kind of our goal difference is good. So, I think I reckon we're two wins away. Really? Although I said that last season. We just, like teams below us then started to win. Yeah. But Fulham and Cardiff surely. Uh, uh, yeah, and Cardiff especially. Yeah, and then but then Sunderland and West Brom have got a game or two games in hand. Swansea are plummeting right now. Swan- yeah. Swansea mm. are just good, like, like swans. Scum, like yeah. swans. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Alan Pardew, Spencer. <laughs> I mean, I love this so much. There's so many. There's so many aspects of this I love. Firstly, that he's a, obviously a psycho in that touchline, and his apology, like, and I think he said in his apology that, oh, I don't do this, so like, obviously, I'm sorry, I like, I've, I've got a quite good record of the touchline. I can think of no one who's yeah, got a, a, worse a, a, a worse record than him. It was calling Pellegrini an old C unit a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I um, remember the Arsenal game years ago when him and him and uh, Venga like kicked off. He nearly knocked him out. I mean, I I quite liked that at the time because obviously he was our manager yeah. and Venga he got this thing about him sometimes yeah. when he, he just thinks that he's always right. And I quite like that some, someone just sort of gave him a bit of abuse back. But that's fine. Everyone's allowed the odd, you know, little yeah. misbehaviour. But Pardew's got like a problem. <laughs> he needs like therapy. <laughs> like he's so angry. I don't even know why he's so angry. He's got his great contract. His club are doing really well. Yeah. Like, he's free one up as well. He's like, his club smashed it. And now the fine he got is astronomical. 100 like, grand, yeah. I don't know of any fine that, like for a manager I've never heard of one that big Yeah, it's because he's got such long contracts and it's like we, we're not going to sack you because you don't deserve to be yeah. sacked necessarily they probably could have on it I don't yeah. know And um, but also we, we've got a load of money like sort of uh, st- stuck on your contract yeah. so just take a little bit out make the fine massive yeah, yeah, yeah. he can't say no to it I so. just think Ashley's got him where he wants him Yeah, because he's literally can't Pardew's got to do whatever Ashley wants doesn't he you yeah. know in the transfer market and that's when we were chatting to those Newcastle fans uh, post them beating us and they were going he's just a yes man for Ashley and every, everything he does like this just proves that even more Pardew's got probably no power there he's had a great season 
but he's probably got no power because he just keeps doing things like that mm. Mm. I mean he's what I really want to when he was our manager for a long spot I loved him I really really want to like him because he's what you know he kind of talks a talk and he's into it and I bet he smells nice <laughs> you know he's got all those things about him and you think yeah he could be a good manager for us and then against Wenger when the little pushy show I was hyped up I was loving it <laughs> But then he just keeps doing it, doesn't he? Yeah. He just keeps it. And to do that, to, I know it's not a big headbutt, but to do that is mental. Imagine mm. your boss headbutted you. That's what someone did. said. <laughs> it's not the same. You're in an office. Why not? What are you it's the boss it's of the a rival same. company. Yeah, a boss of a rival company came in and nutted you. <laughs> <laughs> someone from the Tottenham uh, podcast came in. <laughs> Phil Cornwell. And nutted, I'm knocking nutted out. You, Alan Davis. <laughs> he Alan just Davis. can't do it. He just can't do it. Like Allardyce. Yeah. Would have just laughed in his face if he'd been like pushed, he did. He, like he did with with Dickhead. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. I mean, yeah, everyone yeah. loved that. Everyone was tweeting. Even yeah. non-West Ham fans were going, "This is funny." Yeah, like yeah, manager yeah. just gone, "Who are you?" Yeah. But you can't do what you did. You, can't. you get those situations a lot where the manager like pick up the ball and they're trying to slow it down. But then obviously Mailer's got in a little bit, sort of comment him yeah. a little bit. But it's like you're a manager. He's having a midlife crisis. He wants. <laughs> he still wants. <laughs> he still wants to be one of the boys, yeah, isn't he? He wants to be one is. of the lads. Like when you wore all the more than just a football club t-shirt and jumping in with the supporters yeah. and all that. He wants to be one of the lads. Well, and he's 52. Yeah. But I love his touchline antics. Like I remember when we we scored when Harewood scored the winner against Middlesbrough in the FA Cup semi-final, and he ran up at Villa Park and in the front of the fans, yeah, like yeah, pointed yeah, his yeah. fingers and did the little dance. I was like, yes. And in the playoff third semi against Ipswich, he jumped into the crowd and all that. I love all that. And even when he started on Wenger, even though it was bad, I love that. I love the lad who shows it? passion. Yeah, but obviously, like. I, to be honest, if he'd have called Pellegrini like an old C unit Wild West Amateur, I would have liked that. But I think the headbutt is a bit far. Although, having said that, I am a bit disappointed with it because I was like, I watched Jeff Stelling's reaction, then I saw it, yeah. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, it's, well, yeah. it's not. It's not I wanted it's, to it's see stupid, like a Zidane esque. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, it'd funny if he'd done it to Steve Bruce because his head would have probably just disappeared into his, <laughs> Steve Bruce's plasticine <laughs> face. It like it would envelop. <laughs> <laughs> and then come out again <laughs> covered in gloop um, what, what do you think West Ham fans like relationship is with Pardew Spencer do you think as a whole we like him I don't know I, I'm not sure I mean I can speak for myself which is when he was our manager I liked him I think he went at the right time and I never thought he was an amazing manager like, mm. I never thought, and a lot of Newcastle fans have said they think he's great because he's done well while he's been there but like you were saying I don't know how responsible he's been like even when that, that, that one summer they brought in some amazing transfers like when they brought in or in January uh, Cissé mm. and Bart at the same time uh, most of that was down to Alan Carr's dad wasn't it Graham Carr the, yeah. the scout Yeah. so it's like I don't know where I, where I, what I think of him as a, as a manager in terms of quality, but in terms of his links with us, I mean, I don't know what you're allowed to talk about on, on this show and stuff. There was, <laughs> We've touched on stuff There's a lot of conspiracies so. yeah, and, yeah, and different yeah. theories about West Ham, and you just wonder about him, really. Yeah. I, I haven't got a problem with him, but I'm not sure if I'd have him back. Yeah. I know. I think that, do you remember when he left, he said that there's unfinished business and I'll be back. I think that there's something about him that winds up journalists mm. and players... And to mm. and some extent, fans because no one was going, no one was on his side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I don't mean on his side because you can't be on his side no. when he's headbutted a player. But <laughs> but nobody was like, 
it was a heat of the moment thing. He was silly. He should have done yeah, every yeah. every journalist I follow on Twitter and all of that were like disgusting. He's like the, book like, the way Savage was like destroying yeah. him on match of day and Henson. and they were like the fact they even showed that little montage of all the stuff we'd done. All the stuff oh, we'd done. Oh, yeah, I yeah. want to see that. They think I think that Rocky montage he's pissed back, a lot of people back. off. I think he's pissed a lot of people. Well, I, I won't, again, I won't go into names, but I used to work with a guy who used to be a chief exec mm. of a club that worked with Pardew. And he, again, not even not players or journalists, but another side of it, which is like colleagues, mm. he didn't have a lot of good things to say. So you wonder about what he's like. You yeah. Know? And uh, Wayne Quinn, who uh, once of West Ham tweeted after the match, if he was chocolate, he'd eat himself. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and what the hell does that mean? What does that mean? He loves himself. He just loves himself. Yeah. That was the. Yeah. He does, yeah, he definitely loves Someone's, himself. Someone's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he loves it. Well, like something else. <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought it was inappropriate. <laughs> Sorry, explain um, myself. Just another Pardew exclusive. I, after, the West Ham exclusive. Newcastle, after the West Ham Newcastle game, I him. saw him. Apparently, he's friends with David Gold, and I saw the two of them chatting. And, David, and as Pardew left, he said to David Gold, anyway, like, good luck for the rest of the season. And then he went, you know where I am, and did the crossed hammers and walked off. Wow. That is, I saw that with my own eyes. Okay, well, that, I also that's... saw that with my own eyes, and he said, you know I'm on your side. He oh, didn't did say, he? you know, I you know who I am. am. Yeah, probably you know, knocking his I know. wife off. Maybe he did say that. <laughs> what did you think he said? Well, he said, you know I'm on your side. Because he's but, a hammer. And then he did the crossed hammers. Yeah. Well, that's more important than the wording, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But that, no, that's, no, just, that's just like one of those things like... You know where I am. Yeah, you know where I am. I know you know I'm like, on your side. Yeah, you know where I am. Finally. In fact, I'll was he waiting. trying to shag him? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, that is exclusive. You know which room I'm in. Exclusive. <laughs> Well, that was interesting, I thought. I think that, that yeah, could be you like... made it up. No, it, it, it happened. <laughs> oh, no, I saw it. The sign happened. Yeah. Can you confirm the sign? The sign, the sign happened, happened. Okay. He, like, and as he walked away. And, you, and, we're, and the wording was... You know I'm on your side. You know I'm on your side. Because he, he, yeah. he wants us to stay up, doesn't he? Because yeah. he is... He yeah. is okay. Because he right. he's, has forget, an Everyone forget what I said, the yeah. original version of that. The truth is what James said. I said, you know where I am. I know where you live. I am shagging, boy. Um, Holiday in room four, <laughs> 406. <laughs> Bring your oh, friends. Anyway, that was hard, you. <laughs> it's like, what is it, Alan, it's like Alan Rickman in Robin Hood. I'll <laughs> <laughs> you, hit your heart friends. out with a spoon. <laughs> right. um, let's talk about the England squad, Spencer. We've got no one in it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's annoying, annoying, isn't it? But the Ravel Morrison, if he'd made it, wouldn't really count it anyway, but he was never going to make it. Um, I felt sorry for uh, Adam Johnson. And um, who was the other big someone else quite deserving was left out? Who are the three names they left out? I can't think of the other one was Johnson Carroll and there was someone else. There's no, another. No, no, actually, suddenly you say that. I actually, I don't know if you guys saw it. I retweeted something on Twitter the other day um, from like a West Ham news thing about Noble's stats compared to other centre mid English. Oh yeah. He out, I... Apart from Gerard, he outplays all of them. Uh, cleverly, the gap oh. between him and Cleverly is ridiculous. That's what I, I said. Is that I'm, not, I'm not saying Noble has to be in the squad because I understand yeah, he's at a certain point in his career, it's right before a tournament. But how is Cleverly in there? Like, how is that fair? I don't know. I, I just think if, if Cleverly's going to be in there, Noble should have got a shout. Looking at people like Leon Osman, who, who got it on mm. merit, you know, he put good performance in. Yeah. He was at a later stage in his career, but the manager said, you know what, you deserve it. Why has Noble never got that chance? I think he deserves it. It's all oh, it's borderline conspiracy, James. I know it's the first time because we should talk. About it. It's the first time I've genuinely felt disappointed for, you know, for mm. Noble, and and you know who the Cardiff guys in there as well as they um, at the back. Oh, Corker. Yeah, and you just yeah. think, 
Tompkins has been playing pretty well. We've not conceded much. And, you, you know, there's a lot of players where you think, come on, give us a chance. I actually yeah, felt okay, a bit yeah, sorry for sheets. Him. Yeah, And you, then you think, you know, Cardiff are getting spanked. Mm. Yeah. And, but, you know, the Newcastle match where um, Hodgson was there. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't play very well, did we? And you think, mate, does that reflect? Or, or do, do they have people there all the time watching? You don't know. But lots of people are giving lots of love to Noble. And he's been a really big part of this season. And he's playing, the fo- he's in the form of his life. It's a shame for him. The other thing about him on that stats comparison thing is not only does he outplay them all, he plays more games than them all. Like in the yeah. Premier League, anyway. None. There was no one else that played, I think he'd played 26 or 28 games or something. Yeah. Uh, next nearest was like 22 from the other England competitors mm. I just feel like Hodgson maybe because it's pre-tournament doesn't want to gamble on any new names he's not brought anyone new in this squad does he? <laughs> people mm. do say it's harder to get out of the squad than it is to get in yeah. <laughs> is that the wrong way around? yeah, yeah harder yeah, to get yeah, out yeah. because they can't once you're in it it's like it's a club that you can't yeah. you don't get out of and you just think it's disappointing I think it'll work in our favour with Carroll because I think it'll go to the World Cup and I think it'll have a great rest of the season it's, I mean, it's hard mm. to see how he can't go to the World Cup, isn't yeah. it? Right. But, but which makes the decision to leave him out even mind-boggling. Yeah, I think Roy Hodgson's excuse was he hasn't had enough game time. Well, well he here's an opportunity to play him. <laughs> I guess it's him or Lambert, isn't it? In Roy's yeah. eyes. Yeah. And Lambert's had game time against. And he, I mean, I was at. I was lucky enough to be at. Uh, a lot of the England games mm. back into the qualifying yeah. I saw Ricky's debut goal okay, was I, it Scotland? it, it was against um, was it my, yeah it was in oh. Scotland in the friendly but then he scored in the qualifier afterwards yeah. Yeah, so he yeah, scored yeah, two yeah, on the yeah. shot didn't he? And the crowd loved him didn't they? I, I, was, I was really games? up for him yeah I like game. him as well yeah. I do like him I, yeah, I think it, you know, we were linked with him for a while weren't we? Like, no, we admitted, uh, Sam admitted we, we tried to get him I would have had him Like it would have been, it would have been difficult with him and mm. Carroll but um, yeah I think it's between those two Lambert has been off the boil, but then Osvaldo's gone away now, so mm. he's getting all the he's getting all the football played to him again at Southampton. So there is going to be a competition. I think it, you're probably right. Whoever performs the best back end of the season will get mm. the shout. Yeah. If if he get if Lambert gets another goal though during in his friend, his friendly, if he yeah. plays and he gets a goal, <laughs> Carroll could be. Mm. Yeah. If Hodgson had been at the West Ham Southampton match and watched him sh- kick every ball into the row Z and the corner flag, then with Lallana shooting and it almost yeah. hits in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Shame we didn't hear that. bizarre. Effing linesman. I, ball girl. I, I hate that. Oh, the ball girl. <laughs> it ricocheted off a linesman into that ball girl's face. <laughs> you cheered. <laughs> ah, guess <laughs> up. <laughs> Diving. Um, I just like to say I hate Hodgson. I can't stand him. I think he's a terrible manager. I mean, with a proven track record of failure. Yeah. It's, it, I don't understand it, really. It's like... <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel it like... reflects you. <laughs> I feel like often I'll get too influenced by like, the press or whatever, but he... I don't like to think that he can be that predictable. Like a manager at that level can be that predictable, yeah. but it seems like everyone knows what he's going to do yeah. when it comes down to like when he's yeah. going to put James Milner on, or like oh. when he's going to. Do you know what I mean? It's like if we can see that, then obviously the opposition managers have already thought about Plan A, Plan B, and Plan C yeah. or how to beat Roy's team. Yeah. I just that doesn't really fill me with confidence. No. So we can't defend our way to the trophy, the World Cup. It's not <laughs> going to happen. No. You know they should have given the job to, don't you? Your boyfriend. Harry Redknapp. Your boyfriend. Harry I think Redknapp. everyone wanted to see that, didn't they? I know. I'd like to have seen it just to see how <laughs> what the excuses. In fact, it would have been just funny, wouldn't it, to see? That's <laughs> <laughs> probably an experiment. Because <laughs> now it will never be pretty. It's a shame because it's a, it's like, it's a it's like kind of sliding Clark. doors. Yeah, you yeah, both yeah. have, you know, Hodgson does one and Redknapp does one. Just see how it goes. Do you know if Hodgson was, uh, if Hodgson was, um, if Redknapp had got the job, Hodgson would be full of manager now and they'd be, they'd be bottom of the league. 
I bet I'm sure that would be the case. Do you think? Because I think he, he did a good job at Fulham the first time around, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Do you think he? Then the other thing as well is. Harry, the thing I feel bad about is that he didn't get the job, and it just seems like that was game over for him. That's yeah. like, yeah, there's no other like, option. Well, yeah. So I'll just, I'll just go where the money is. We say Fulham wouldn't be bottom of the league, or would be bottom. Of the league. I think they would be bottom. Or they are bottom of the league. Yeah, but he'd be in charge. He'd be responsible. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be responsible <laughs> if he hadn't been sacked already. <laughs> Useless. Like, he's already ruined my summer in my eyes. I'm not looking forward to the World Cup. Um, let's touch on Chico. Set off. Yes, genius. Awesome. So he tweeted this. I, I was. Um, I was out yesterday and I, I literally I put on Twitter and I saw that he had been sent off and the glee and joy that filled my life, the euphoria <laughs> that dickhead got sent off. And he tweeted again a picture um, of himself uh, fouling the guy. And he said, this a penalty? Incredible. One metre outside the arena. Uh, outside, the arena. Outside the area. Oh, area. Right. made that better. Oh, you made that Stop making His stuff English up. isn't great. Incredible. A <laughs> hundred metres outside the arena in the sky. He didn't say that, and, and the responses made me laugh because he's put a picture as well. Do you know when he got when he got Carol sent off, and he put that little vine on, and he goes, "Ah, oh, I can't believe people have said this. No, he shouldn't have been sent off." Well, he tweeted a vine of him not hitting him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what the arrogance of a man winds yeah, up so yeah. much. So the responses from people from various people said, uh, "This is a penalty, incredible, one meter outside the area." Someone said. Karma is a bitch, ain't it, Chico? That's we love you, West Ham. That's a standard response. Yeah. Jed Dyer, Jedi, he's a Crystal yeah. Palace fan. Lol, cheek of a guy after Cal incident. Flores, more roles than Greg's. <laughs> the nice. Carlton Cole spoof account, which is very funny. Hmm, complaining about a red card that shouldn't have been. Now you know how it feels, you greasy bullbag. <laughs> greasy bullbag. And Connor, who's a Liverpool fan, says, yeah. you know what's more incredible? You're a professional footballer. <laughs> I love that he's getting abuse. Yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it. And then Chris Burns, a West Ham fan, uh, tweeted us a picture this week of a woman walking a donkey called Chico around <laughs> Wales. And he put, he put Chico on it and said, got a new job. <laughs> and that amused her as well. And I don't... I'm not... I'm really against trolling people on Twitter, but it amuses me so much that he's Chico because, because, he, he because of his arrogance. And yeah. he bites as and well, of, And good. because he is so arrogant. When, when Carol got sent off and when he walked off the pitch, like strutting off... I yeah. got so wound up about it that I just I just enjoy it against him. Nothing nasty, all yeah. just a little bit funny and taking a piss out of the dickhead. So, um, <laughs> so Spencer every year needs that mother brand have a, a vote for, for their like end of season awards, and one of the awards is Hackett of the Year for the biggest enemy of West Ham. I think Barry Hearn has won it last two years, but yep. can you see anyone apart from Chico Flores winning it this year? <laughs> I'm trying to think who uh, who was it? Oh, no, I was going to say who was it that um, he's not really enemy, but Allardyce had his little had his little smile at because I quite enjoyed that moment. But it's not really like a big enemy. That was Chico. That was Chico. Chico. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he rolled on the floor. Well, there Chico, you go. It's case closed, isn't it? I don't know. I can't think of anyone else that's really got against us this year. Um, I, I, Chico seems to be a front runner. Maybe yeah. Andy Carroll's uh, ankles. <laughs> Could have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I it's wonder if we'll even have nominations this year. Yeah. I think maybe I'll just we'll just close the voting. I can't think who, what else is not having a striker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Etihad Stadium. The Etihad Stadium. That, that, that trip was a pretty bad one. Um, we were talking the about... The FA Cup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were yeah. talking about maybe doorstepping Chico Flores. Yeah, to with, give him the awards. To give him the awards. Spencer, you're a, you're a big YouTuber. I mean... 
That could be you, it. You think you could be up for the task of giving Chico? I'd love to give Chico that award. I think, it, I think actually the funny thing is he'd enjoy receiving it. <laughs> I think that he just wants to win anything. Yeah. We've seen that he That's loves what he And then dive yeah, on the floor holding your face. Well, you give it to him. Don't tell him what it's for. Just yeah. this is for you, Chico. Well, well done, mate. You'll yeah. Like, oh, thanks, mate. Thanks. Thanks very much. Yeah. If we presented it like it was positive... Yeah, he might. yeah, I think it's funny. It's funnier if he doesn't realise that it's yeah. If we can get him, if we can get passing around, he probably would even grease. even if he didn't say it was positive, he'd probably in his head twist it so he'd be like, <laughs> if I'm the enemy, that means I've been causing loads <laughs> of problems. Thank you to my I'll fans. I'll tell you what, the ultimate tweet. would be to get him tweeting a picture of him with the award. Yeah, if we lied about what the award was, <laughs> we can do this. Actually. There's enough of a community now that yeah. we could do this. All right, Let's hunt that dog down. Let's think about it. Um, before we get on to predictions. Uh, I just wanted to mention Graham, editor in chief, uh, using the word milfage. Hashtag milfage. Yeah. On Twitter last week, yeah. talking about the ladies with Nolan yeah. in the tunnel. Hashtag <laughs> milfage. <laughs> let's get that. Let's get that trending this week. Well, joining us now, it's been a while since he's been on the show, but he he we're a big fan of his work and his website, Claret and Hugh, is going from strength to strength. He is the owner of Claret and Hugh. Welcome to the show, journalist extraordinaire Hugh Southen. Oh come on, you oh you say that to all the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Hugh. It's been a while. How you been? Back on kick you up the bum or whatever you're called. Yeah, how are you? <laughs> yeah, good. Um, latest West Ham news. You were telling us just now your your hot sources. We know you're in there. Matty Taylor offer it getting offered a new deal, maybe. Are you suggesting that I run around with a load of hot tarts, or what is it you're talking about here? <laughs> yeah, we think you're old school. Hot sources. We think you're operating yeah, a okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Matty Taylor, I mean, I, I, I can't remember exactly how many it is, but we've got five or six coming out in the summer, haven't we? But mm. um, the bit of news is that Matty Taylor will definitely be offered another year, um, possibly two even. Wow. Um so, I, you know, the guy's earned it, let's be fair. I'm going to be honest with you, you know, let's be controversial. He's given us everything that Ravel, Ravel, Ravel Morrison didn't, didn't he? Yeah. You know, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah, he's I mean... He's guts, he's thrown himself into every tackle he's blocked. He's been absolutely brilliant, and um, the boy deserves it, you know, as far as I'm concerned. That's what I was told earlier today, anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's been quite a turnaround for him, because wasn't he, like, there was rumours he was, he was going to be on the way out last summer? Absolutely, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he... I mean, you know, what what we've seen since mid-December, he didn't come into the team, did he, until mid-December? Mm. And I think he's played 14 Premier League games. And it would be a pretty tough critic, even on Twitter, who would have said that uh, he hasn't done anything other than, well, give us everything that we've needed in that area. I, I, I just think he's been brilliant, and I think whatever he gets, he's a real sad type player, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, consistent. 100%. Consistent professional. Um, speak- and I've talked well as well, you know, very intelligent guy. Yeah, very yeah, intelligent yeah. Bloke. Get a room, you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Do what? Get a room. <laughs> <laughs> He's so handsome. Yeah, so that, that's that. Um, what else have I heard? Yeah, I ran a story on the site the other day. I've been told more or less categorically that despite the fact that he hasn't played, our Miro. Is very, very, very likely. Well, not very likely. He's almost certainly going to be uh, joining us in the summer. Really? Yeah. He, he, he hasn't actually kicked a ball for us yet, has he? No, he hasn't. But I mean, everything that Sam's been saying um, on the training field and, and talk to the boys there and the guys who are regularly down there, they say he's just got the lot. But it was really difficult to change that team while it was while it was winning. You know, um, mm. I mean. Sam, 
I laughed at Sammy, didn't you? Sam obviously wasn't going to send the wrong messages out about Andy Carroll. Um, so, you know, in that, had he uh, played him from the start, there was, oh, yeah, it's a one-man team. You've got to play Andy Carroll, uh, poor old Colton. Mm. But um, he had him on after 27 minutes, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. But, but um, Pablo, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry he didn't get on, but he's, he's, as we know, he's a pretty attacking um, wing-back. But under a time, it's better at doing that than Razvan, if do we remember Razvan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still get flashbacks oh, yeah. in the that, ta- that takes me back. God, dear me. Dear me. But uh, anyway, no. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's the other thing I've heard, really. It's a pretty quiet old time at the club, actually. Well, for um, once, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Eh? It's nice to be quiet for once, rather than uh, constantly well, in the news yeah, for the wrong reasons. I mean, we didn't expect much from Saturday, did we, lads, really? No. I mean, let's touch on that, Hugh. I mean, are you happy right now with West Ham? Are you in a happy place? Yeah, I think I am, actually. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I've got to be fair. I, everybody knows that Sam's ways aren't exactly my ways, um, or at least that's how I felt for a long time. But it was quite fun, actually, because Tony Cotty rang me up Um about last Thursday or Friday and I was moaning on and giving it all that and he said you know what he said for a geezer of your age Huey I said what he said it's time you grow up (laughs) (laughs) I I said what do you mean and he said well look he said I was weaned on the footballing tits of John Lyon, he said, and I played for him. He said, and nobody should be less happy, more unhappy than me about Sam if that's the way you're going to go. He said, but the game has changed out of all recognition. He said, all it's about is staying up. He said, we haven't got the sort of money that we need to play the type of football that many would like to see us play. He said, it's a survival game for us now. He said, who better than Sam Allardyce? Mm. And you know what, Chris James? I sat there and, and, and he just nailed it, hadn't he, really? Yeah. You know, we'd all love that pretty, pretty football. But, you know, I'm old enough to remember that we didn't have, have a soft underbelly in those days as well. You remember the good, but bugger me, you know, some of the bad was really bad. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. So, is this you falling in love with modern football then, Hugh? No. No. <laughs> no. 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 As the politicians would say, my dear chap, pragmatism and realism, I think. <laughs> Great stuff. No, I mean, I, I, you know, we just, I think, we've got to get over ourselves, haven't we? This is West Ham. Yeah. This is West Ham 2014. Yeah. A little bit more news for you. Um, yeah. It just concerns myself, really. Um, I got approached by London24.com. Do you know the website? London24. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the new site. Yeah, it kind of tries to rival this is London or the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they, they came on to me and said, could I become a resident blogger for West Ham on a Wednesday? So I start this week. Wow. So, is that an exclusive for you? Is that an exclusive? Well, yes, it is, yes. actually. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's not been anywhere at all. But... Uh, I've got a nice piece in there with DG about how he's eyeing up next season and what he expects to do in the signings front and, uh, yeah. um, you know, what the plans might be and, you know, how, how he sees West Ham progressing. So, great, yeah, it's yeah. a nice little gig. Nice yeah. little oh, well gig. done, Hugh. Well done, congratulations. Go. Good to talk to you, boys. Great to have you on again. Yeah, appreciate it. Okay, mate. Yeah, bless your hearts. I'll speak to you All soon. Best. Speak to you soon. Bye, bye. Bye. bye, bye, bye. So, Matty Taylor, new contract. Deserves it, doesn't he? Yes, Matt Taylor, the contract. That was Hugh Southen. I'm really uh, excited to see. I'm excited to see um, Pablo play. That's weird that they're talking about giving him a new deal before he's even kicked a ball. You'd expect. Well, just I keep reading that he's great. 
He's yeah. great in he training. must impress in, in training. Mm. My only knowledge of him is on is on FIFA, um, and uh, he's supposed to be good on that. Well, <laughs> he is good on that. He's very fast. Part of the main, and he's yeah. part of a great. He's Colombian, and the Colombian team is mm. flying. I don't know if he starts for Colombia or not. Mm. I think he'll be in the squad in the World Cup though. So, what's he like a football manager? Oh, I haven't I haven't played football manager this year. Really? So not I'm, even handheld. Not even handheld. Wow. Mate. Wow. No, I'm, I'm, I'm clean this year. <laughs> clean, this, clean. this is the first year in so, so many yeah. years I've stayed clean. Really? Some years I've had some really bad relapses. <laughs> manager, like. I got the handheld a couple of weeks ago. I got sacked at West Ham after like I signed Paul Pogba, which is a marquee oh, signing. Great signing. And uh, it, it just cost me the job. I was, I was 12 when I got sacked. What? I know. Outrageous. Got replaced by Steve Bruce. What sort of football were you playing there? Uh, long ball. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's your problem. <laughs> There was fan protests outside the ground and all sorts of shit. <laughs> Wankers. So I got to know why it's a huge blogger for you, Paul. For London 24. <laughs> London 24. Uh, let's do some predictions. Yeah. James, your uh, predictions have fallen to shit over the last few weeks. So we'll start with Spencer. We've got... Uh, I don't st- think I have, Stoker. actually. Well, I think you just, well, you just get upset because I get it right. Well. You get a little bit hurtful. <laughs> uh, they, they well, we've pr- got two weeks, haven't we? Have we? Yeah. Okay. It's Saturday. We've got next week off because the whole match has moved. Of course, yeah. So we could do let's do Stoke anyway. What do you Stoke. Mm. Stoke, um well I think if you're going down the not necessarily optimistic route, but just what I think will happen, then I'll probably say I think we can get one all. I'll say yeah. one all. I'll have I'll take that anyway, yeah. so I won't be too bad. One all. Yeah. We could do that, yeah. I'll tell you I dislike Stoke very much. Mm. Why? Because in particular, when they knocked it out of the FA Cup a few seasons back oh. through Cheating, both goals had an element of cheating in. Mm. And Robert Huth, well, who, who doesn't like who doesn't to like, play football, doesn't like to play football. <laughs> I, I despise in many ways, and they're still. Although Hughes is trying to change them, yeah. they are still a cheating bunch of muppets. Yeah, and I despise them very much. I would love to beat them again, but uh, I. T- it's difficult. I mean, Arsenal lost, didn't they? It's yeah. a bit difficult. That's a tough, point yeah. would be lovely, I think. Yeah. Away at Stoke is always tough. Yeah. So a point would be lovely. I've got a bad feeling about it. I had a good feeling about Everton. I thought we might get something, but it's Stoke. I think we. I don't really don't see it. I think we're going to lose. It is a hard place to go, but at the same yeah. time, they've just beat Arsenal. They can beat anyone, but yeah. also like that they haven't been winning at home every game. Whilst they'd be high up the table, yeah. so hopefully we can turn it around. We've had that that loss last yeah. week. We can turn it around. We have a few weeks. We've got a week off. Yep. Yeah. Bit of energy. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, Spencer. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. How, what are the various ways that people can follow you on Twitter and uh, stuff? Yeah, so I'm at Spencer Owen on Twitter, and uh, I basically make YouTube videos, a lot of them about football uh, on YouTube, and if you just type Spencer Owen on YouTube, you can find my channel. Um, currently making a documentary with Ryman League team called East Farrock, um, which is from Essex, and uh, just following them throughout the season mm. and filming all their games and their team talks and stuff. It's quite oh, fun. wicked. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Is there ground near Lakeside? Very near Lakeside, very near Lakeside. It's probably about a mile and a half from Lakeside. Wow. It's equivalent to Westfield and, and the Olympic Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. A lower league version. <laughs> Have you been to Lakeside recently? Fuck no, no, not for a long time. When I was young, it was, was the bomb when I was younger. It was so good. It was like every, every Saturday yeah. when you go Lakeside, yeah. that'd be so good. Yeah. And now it's like. I, like, I didn't go for like 10 years. Yeah. And when I went back, I was like, what the fuck has happened there? When in the years I was heavily into fingering. I used to go there a lot. (laughs) Have you fingered someone at Lakeside? Yeah. Exclusive on the podcast. See, I'm more, I finger birds down blue water these days. Uh, You've got up in the world. You've got up in the world. You finger guys bottoms. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Lakeside, what a shit Um, Are you saying, did did, um, did Julian Dix used to manage East Thurrock? 
Uh, I think it was Greys, I think. Oh, Greys. We got involved in Greys. Oh, tell us yeah. that because we didn't get tell it. Us tell us that, Julian's car before we go. There's a load of little, little cameos because I lived up, I grew up in Brentwood and a lot of them went to school there and stuff like that. And anyway, uh, the, the West Ham players' sons, Frank Lampard, went to the Brentwood school. Yeah. And um, But yeah, at Brentwood School's um, sports centre called Courage Hall, there used to be a karate school. And just after Julian Dix retired from West Ham, he started the Julian Dix Karate School. <laughs> So Trevor, Trevor Brooklyn's got a soccer school, but uh, Dick's decided to diversify his income, yeah. went down the karate route. <laughs> so I obviously signed up to get yeah. to learn karate, but really just to spend time with, with uh, Julian Dix. And he took, he took the first session. Pretty power- We know he's a powerful guy. I think he broke some sort of mm. brick. Child's face. Yeah. Probably. He was doing all sorts of damage. Loved it. Second week went back. He wasn't there anymore, so I never went back again. He was just an introductory Dix, mm. and you never saw him again. Yeah. So... I wasn't interested after that. <laughs> the Julian <laughs> Dix Karate School. <laughs> I can't believe that's a thing. I'd love to see the logo for that. I don't think it's still going. I think oh, it, I think it maybe had one course and it didn't make enough <laughs> money. That's quite. What would other, that's quite a good thing actually yeah. to to talk about uh, for future stuff. Uh, tweet us in or email in with um, what what other things West Ham players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What well, other things they've yeah. diversified into? John Moncur's grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. No, it'd be, in fact it'd be fishing shop with these maggots. <laughs> it does sound like. <laughs> A thing you'd make up like the Dick's Medical Rock, yeah. it genuinely yeah. happened. Trust God. me, if anyone was in that era in like the mid 90s in Brentwood. Julian Dix send, send a tweet into these guys if you went to the Julian Dix Karate School yeah. and it, and even better if you got pictures or yeah if you got a badge that yeah. you have to iron on yeah <laughs> mate, Julian Dix Karate School is amazing. imagine on. if the best belt was, was claret and blue instead of black yeah. Yeah. Yes. that wasn't true so. but that would have yeah. been great <laughs> uh, excellent Spencer thanks much James thank you very much pleasure you can follow James on Longers1 on Twitter follow myself Chris on Twitter on CJ Skull Skull with a C follow Graham Howlett who's the editor of News of the Brown on Cambridge. On hashtag #MilPidge. He's on KMBDOTCOM. You can join the Facebook group and you can go on the forums and you can subscribe and rate on iTunes and email to podcast at KMB.com. That concludes the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to John Hartson. No game. Thanks to John Hartson. Sorry, that's John John Hartson. Great. I think we're going to have to do it next week now. Yeah, it will definitely. It will happen. It's our fault. It was our fault. We missed our window because I was. In a technical nightmare, but he will be back. Yeah, for sure. And, and maybe definitely. And he's brilliant. He's yeah, been he's so lovely, lovely and brilliant. He is really we're lovely. excited. So coming soon, John Hartson. Thank you very much for listening. Come on, you on. Come on.